Let's do it. Should I admit the master of cum? Bring in the cum. Peter. Hello? Wait, I think he has to put his audio on. Turn your audio on, King. Chief, please, audio. Need voice. Need daddy voice. <laughs> Dad! Jesus Christ, Peter. Hit join audio, bottom left. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he definitely, like, walked away from the computer, you know what I'm saying? Because he was, like, waiting for, like, five minutes. Uh, yeah. King! Chief. Really, I'm worried. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Oh, oh, oh who, who are we giving big shouts to? Not Hawk watching. No, no, no. <laughs> not, there will be none of that. Um, I don't know. Fuck. Let me look in the DMs. Where the fuck is Peter? Where uh, This is like, Peter is concerning me. <laughs> Some like passed out. He's finally dead. <laughs> Man, what the fuck? Young God, King, Chief, where you at? <laughs> Young God. Hey guys, I'm new to NYC. I really want to be a fan of the Safety Brothers. Start hanging out. I'm, I'm also that. looking at that right now. I went through it to like think, to like think of what to call Peter. I see a lot of guys wearing workwear. I currently have some mossy oak and dickies. Do you guys think this would work for breaking into the scene of Safety fans? Young, Young God, God, you have, you the, have right the right idea. idea. Dickies, are dickies are strictly for LA. LA. In, In gritty, gritty real, real NYC. Wait, like, I can hear myself randomly. That's me. Oh, you're t you're saying it. Yeah, us reading it together is really sick. Oh, oh, oh I've just not been signing in. Is that the thing? <laughs> oh! Oh! <laughs> yeah, bada I bing, mean, bada boom. The motherfucking bull Peter. Play the music. I can't say your name. Fuck, <laughs> Fuck sorry. Ah! Um, say it again. Play the music, head. <laughs> now that you've woken up the demon in me. Bobby, will you give me brackage? <laughs> get up, come on, get down with the sickness. You mother, get up, come on, get down with the sickness. You fucker, get up, come on, get down with the sickness. Open up your hate and let it flow into me. Why can't you just fuck up and die? Get down with the sickness. Grain. Anything by Cassavetes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the master of cum. Welcome to the pod, master of cum. Thanks for having me, Packers. Oh. We have Daddy on the air. Daddy's home, kids. Daddy's, Daddy's home. home he really is home. Are we allowed? Are we allowed to say? Can we say your name or no? Yeah, I mean, if you scroll back on the Master of Cum, you—it's not like a—it's not like I'm hiding who I am, really. It's the motherfucking bull. Well, it's a bit of a mix. No, yeah, you—you you like you post pictures now, you of probably yourself wouldn't shit. know, but plenty of people have been following me when it was just a personal Instagram. 
for the real heads, we got yeah. P- Peter Bro thirty three up in this bitch. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, you were still Peter Bro. Whoa, I totally forgot about that. How did we fall? Like, why? Wait, is it cool? Wait, guys, is it cool? I can call you guys Josh and Benny, right? <laughs> I guess cast out of the wait, bag. Wait, wait, wait. You haven't. You can't. We have to cut that. Oh out. shit! You haven't told them yet. <laughs> no, we have a lot of people who think it's Eugene still. No, no. Oh no, no. We'll Honestly, I know it's. I know it's Sean and Nick Pinkerton. <laughs> no Pink comment. Jones. Um. All right. Wait. Do they know? <laughs> For some reason, I feel like you've been talking to them before I came on, but you haven't, right? To who? To to Pinky? The, the audience. Oh, oh, to the audience. Um, you mean no. for for the pod? Yeah, yeah. I think I'm just like misunderstanding the technical glitch we had in the. Oh beginning. no! Yeah, we have we have a bunch of replies to our uh, Master of Come Love Line. Oh um, good. Oh uh, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Let's, I'm gonna open up the Love Line real quick with this quote. I love the fucking Ion Pack. That's Harry Neff, right? Yeah. Big shouts to Harry Neff. Big shouts. Culture. Big shouts. Um. All right. Yeah. Let's open up the mailbag. All right, first one we've got is how do I build my Instagram following? Given that we don't have Jack Show for followers, but we have true heads, but Peter's really got numbers. <laughs> true. We well, crunch your numbers, and they're really impressive. That's really sweet, you guys. I mean, it's really only recently that I gained that life-affirming K. How did you do it? I guess it was had something to do with posting like once or twice a day every day for two years and having some of that time allowing it to make me like miserable. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, mean you, you I think you guys maybe know that it like doesn't always feel fun to like be thinking of memes, even though like when you do a good one, it's validating. Like, a lot of the time, like your people are scrolling past you because they're like, what the fuck is this? This isn't funny. Yeah. So true. like, I have to deal with a lot of that, and then I guess it was a slow build, and then that that reductress remix, which I, I, a peek behind the curtain would be that I, I first saw that on Dasha Nekrasova's Finsta, with uh, it was uh, I, I can't uh, wait, come unless Art calls me abject AF, and I remember seeing that and going, oh, this is going to be good for me because like I'm really a bad designer. Uh, so sure. it's better if it's just words and that was already such a strong template and I, I just had a feeling that I could come up with a bunch of funny ones and that was the thing that was the thing and because that really was shared by enough people that like I got a critical mass but I feel like if that hadn't happened I'd still be toiling in, in, in obscurity with no K yeah, yeah I, I, this is like all welcome advice because I feel like you really think about memes like way more emotionally than most people you think about it more emotionally than anyone I've ever met. Like I've the the narrative that you have in your head about like the conception and the delivery is like so next level. Oh, you guys, I might be wrong though. I'm starting to like reject some of my like. I hate to say it. But <laughs> Ten thousand people would disagree. Well, thank you, and 11. I guess I don't want to reject people. that beautiful. Uh, I feel very seen by that. Uh, and yeah, 8. that is true. That is true. I, I've had to put it aside right now to like focus on other things uh but yeah i have like a naive love uh for memes for sure <laughs> yeah who knows why <laughs> they really do stick to me when they work that's why speaking of your me all right before we go into more questions from packers i have a question for you peter um i've been kind of noticing that you've been you've been horny posting lately 
yeah. Uh, really? No. <laughs> anytime I see a horny meme from any account, you've already liked it. Oh, interesting. It's really incredible. Oh, it happens like multiple times a day. So well, I wanted to I really talk to you about right now how horny you are. It's a very, I feel like very seen by you. And you're right. I mean, what can you remember one specific post that you that, like, um, made you go, oh, wow. Anything, Peter, anything that, that ever that has to do with Biggie Milky, for sure. <laughs> oh, well, that was a big moment for me. When that, so that, that's all big shouts to intellectuals because they were the first to post yeah. that. Like, oh, yeah, they the first. Their meteoric rise to the top. Oh, yeah. They're, they're truly, really killing it right now. My feeling is that they're actually the first, perhaps, to get successful doing this thing where it, it really does feel like it's multiple admins all equally passionate about the account. If it's one person, that person deserves a, the, like the Oscar. Oh, yeah. No, it can't be one person. There's no way. There's no way. No, no, no. So I think it's just the first collective to be good. But I for a second thought that they had like supplanted the sort of personal niche meme scribe. But I think they sort of still like depend on those people to when they occasionally want to do that kind of content. Right. I don't know. I really, I really like respect what they did. I love it. I'm yeah. a fan. Um, big can you do a big shouts thing? Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't have a big shouts clip. Anyway, it somehow are you serious? Yeah, it's, it, like so I'm just getting the notification that like you don't have this. Oh song. my god! Have, I was you, planning you, on doing so many of those and hearing that. You can get it from us, big shouts. But drop the I'm a slut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Big shouts. I'm a straight up slut. I'm freaky as hell when I'm in that shit. So what's up? Yeah. That's, you guys included that for me. Yeah, that's you yes, as well. Thanks, guys. Um, I love you guys so much. Next question is sexy. Wait, I just want the Packers yeah. to know that I, I really know who these people are IRL. I, I, I'm saying that. I'm sorry if that's too much for you guys. But no, I, I, want, I want people to know that. Oh, wait, I found Big Jones. I found Big Jones. Cool. Okay, continue on. Continue on. Sexiest film to watch with my bros. Huh. <laughs> that one comes that's from Patrick Bryce. Oh, yeah. I he, I think I know that guy. Huge shouts. Big shouts. Sexiest, Sexiest film? film. Honestly, my first one was just a joke answer. It was like going to be like Inception. <laughs> that's not really how I feel. It I'm is. having trouble with it. You guys have one? Um, um, I've I've just watched porn with my friends before on the TV. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's, a, that's a very formative experience for young men to like jerk off together and like see who among them can ejaculate real cum. Well, it's this interesting thing where you're like kind of laughing and it's like pretty funny. It's like oh, what like you know the hilarious scenario, but then like you both have to go to the bathroom and, and <laughs> yeah, and finish. there is so that moment and, and you know where you're like oh okay. I didn't want my bros. See me like this. I didn't want my bros to see me like this. It's like, oh, mommy's in the picture now. I gotta go. Yeah. Oh, how? Do, oh, right, mommy Jeff. Yeah. The, well, they posted this video that looked like, I guess, a. I want to call it a deep fake, though that might actually not be what it is. Of like Pete Buttigieg saying that, like, oh, and I, I and I almost felt like it was a drug in and of itself because I would just watch it and laugh so hard. It, I couldn't even explain why. I just loved it so much. It just gave me so much like happy humor joy. And uh, so I just started to think of memes because uh, it seemed like, oh, right, that's like a that's like a up for grabs. And then I just like, yeah, it's like an up for grabs uh, joke. So. I just Googled horniest movies. And here we got oh, that's the, the 25 horniest movies of the decade. Let me see if there's anything good to watch with your bros here. Um, 
Demon, Demon Lover turned me on pretty recently. Oh, what, what is that? What Demon is that again? Lover. It's Olivier Assayas movie with like Chloe Sevigny. It's like this like erotic, like cyber sex thriller. It's great. Eugene, not you, but the, the Eugene, the other one. He um, introduced a. I know, I know they're like your rival, but cinephobe, uh, a cinephobe channel movie no called Paprika. It was very hot, and I would watch that with the bros. The bros would enjoy it. What is it? Paprika. Oh, paprika. Oh, yeah, great. yeah. That's paprika. One I, I, yeah, that's, I have that's not like a seen deep it. anime head. Like I have it know. on Blu-ray, but I've never watched it. We could watch that next time we all hang out if we ever get to. Again. Yeah, Paprika and Perfect True. Blue are good, horny, like guy movies. Oh yeah, watch watch anime with the boys. That's what you gotta do. When I was young, I uh, wanted to rent an anime. There was like an anime at the VHS store that I wanted to rent. And when I eventually did, it contained this scene that was very graphic of people dying in Hiroshima or Nagasaki. Oh. And it was so disturbing to me that it it was one of those like early, like, oh my God, I didn't know I could be this scared feelings. I was very young and I've been, it's just terrified. I like, have been avoiding anime almost ever since, weirdly. What, what movie have you jerked off to the most? Not that one. Um... <laughs> jerked off to the most i don't i don't think i really have i don't think i'm really in the habit of jerking off to like cinema it's usually just porn, porn I, i've I never jerked off to a movie i really don't think so oh my yeah, god really? yeah. <laughs> i don't think i've done it that's like my main shit no watching you, movies so is which like one which is the one for you? i need to it's gone girl. always gone girl <laughs> oh, well, right there, that there's is, full... who's the lead of that who's the Ray, woman in? rosamund pike mcqueen that's so your type. That uh, her and um, Christy Carlson. Yes, Christy. We're getting Christy on I'm the pod. I'm such a stand, by the way. I want that. I want that on the record. I'm such a stand. Oh, Christy. Yeah. Wait. Okay. Actually, that actually. Yeah, we've been trying to get her to come on the pod, but she hasn't seen our DMs yet. So, uh, we I think need... she would make such a good guest. I yeah, hope she actually would be great. Well, no, so She's what like we want to do personable. is get. We need the Packers to all at her and get her to go on we need to start like a water but like ice bucket challenge that for some reason like the point of it is to get christy carlson reminded uh -huh. on the podcast yeah all the heads will do it yeah we'll we'll, we'll like organize something um uh, oh rosamund pike is hot wow she's she's my favorite human being um her first, full... is fucking hot too he's like 70 like british like kind of looks like an ex-rocker guy but like it's just like some like aristocrat like He's, I'm like, who is this guy who just like is so much older? It's like, oh yeah, Robbie man. Uniac. How sick is he? Look at him. Oh wow, yeah, huge balls. He's a huge dude. All right, <laughs> next, next question is how I do I? Haven't I... seen Gone Girl. I, I need to. It's it's really good. I know people roast it, but it's a sick fucking movie. I, it's like I really like the soldier. That's kind of like the only Fincher movie I've seen. Really? Yeah. Or wait, no, that's not true. Hold on, you guys. You haven't seen Fight Club. <laughs> What if I hadn't seen Fight Club? You no, randomly have it. No, I have. You never seen Seven? I have. I have. I've seen it. You're, honest, I, you're like oh, the yeah. Brad Pitt of Instagram. Can I say that? <laughs> oh, yeah. You really can say that. Because Brad doesn't have IG, right? No, I don't know. I don't Dude, know about that. I forgot See, the, the game is David Fincher. The thing I'm the most jealous of of a person like Brad Pitt or like Shia is like the people who are like so cool and sick that they transcend 
yeah big shout to anyone who transcends social media it's like it's such a it's such a goal of mine and i feel like it's probably i agree that's so that's so well put i i often think about wait really do you think the people like yeah shy like caleb landry jones you think they have finstas secretly yes you put Caleb in the same league yeah. with yeah, no, Shai? Well. No, but he did, doesn't oh, have social media. That's the only other person I can think of. I mean... Like someone who's young and do. doesn't yes, have social media. Like I'm sure Brad Pitt do. doesn't, but... They Shai 100% have them, Finstas. Yeah, like yeah. they see it. I know Kanye has one. Oh, true. I think he just like has I one. I actually don't use. know. I, you know, I would believe also if Shai did not have one. I don't know. I do love Shai, though. Big shouts to him. I saw uh, an advanced screening of Honey Boy that he attended and spoke after, and I really do like him. Saw Honey Boy at Sundance and cried a lot. Yeah, it's a very powerful movie. Betsy and I saw that. Big shouts to Betsy Brown. That's what Big shouts Huge to shots to Betsy Brown. Huge shouts. I like, may or may not have been watching Betsy in in something earlier today. Which I know was exactly fantastic. what that was. She, oh, wait, say that again? She was fantastic. It was unbelievable. Star-making performance. I mean, her work is so strong. It, I really, she really impresses me every time. You, you're both supernatural, and and I know that you know that, but you are. No, oh, I. That's sweet to hear. I, I don't, I don't walk around knowing that. So that's great. <laughs> next question is how sometimes, do I have, sometimes no. <laughs> next question is how do I have sex? I am a magician. What do you say? How do, how do I have sex? I am a magician. Um. Little known fact about me, I used to do magic and studied with David Blaine when I was 13. That's cool. I also had that like uh, interest when I was a young, dirty guy. Love street magic. Chris Angel was also a counselor at the I camp. think that guy should get as good as Chris Angel and as buff as him, and then he'll have no problem. You know, I mean, I hate to be shallow. Um, if, you, but if you kill it in I, magic. I don't know. I'm going to be right now. Like, that's if you kill it in whatever you do, you're, you shouldn't really have a problem. Yeah, I also feel like this is an insincere question, so I'm not like wanting yeah. to. Like, also, go. just like go to Vegas. You'll have some luck. Right? Like the dating scene for magicians is definitely way better in Vegas than New York. In general, magicians. That's a sincere question. Cool. I would love that guy to like send you a DM of like a magic trick or something. I know. I Actually, let's, know let's look and see if he's being genuine. Yeah, look, look. I mean, I don't. I just have a feeling it's not. No, there's no way, but I still, I'm going to treat it. Like <laughs> no, he's, def- uh, he's definitely serious. Hmm. I don't know about that. Really? He is with a girl in his profile picture, so. Oh, he's. he's it sounds proud. like a, like a, uh, like a, like a dud troll. Like he's trying to make us a troll, but it didn't really like. No, this it. dude does magic, I can tell. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, that's called projecting powers. <laughs> I can I can just tell by the expression on his face. He, big shouts, though. I wonder if, if yeah, you haven't read the, I guess we have bad advice for this guy. No, if I oh, would just say read more Paul Harris, who wrote the books The Art of Astonishment, which changed What's my that life. Mean? What is what was that? What is that? It's a it's a book series that is like about the art of like manipulating people and like their expectations and like cultivating the element of surprise in an audience member, which really changed my life. Hmm. Okay. I definitely internalized it into my personality, maybe unsuccessfully, but I think about it a lot. Well, I do. There is an element to the ion pack that's like a magic trick a little because of how you guys, you guys have managed to keep anonymous. That, that there's something. It's not exactly like a trick, but it's in, it has that texture. 
But not anonymous to you. Well, no, not anonymous to me. Mm-mm, not me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this, the next question's really good for you. Hooking up during quarantine, hot or not? Oh, yeah, that's good. I think it really depends on on your relationship with the person. I think that's like a... Uh, I would advise people to like really look inward to their uh, how they really feel. Like if they think the person has been safe, yeah, fine. If they think not, then like why, you know? Been safe in what sense? I mean like I am kind... Just like that they wouldn't... I think that people don't. I think that... Look, I am, if you didn't know about me, something of a hypochondriac. Like, I do worry about sickness, and I'm not proud of it, and I don't want to be this way I'm forever. A, I'm it a huge hypochondriac, thing. I feel you. Huh? I'm a what? huge hypochondriac. Yeah, yeah, but I definitely don't want to – I don't glorify that. I, I, it's not fun. I want it to – I, like, definitely want to get out of it. I think at a certain point I did, like, I, like, thought it was, like, like a funny caricature trait, but I, I sort of no longer feel that way. But anyway, this is a long-winded way of saying I would like think about the likelihood of maybe getting a disease in the area of like hooking up during quarantine. But like, if you think it's fine, you're probably right and just okay. Sure. So you yeah. haven't been hooking up. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna plead the fifth. Oh come on! I just did. I plead. I mean, you know, I plead the fifth. You pled. I pled. I, I'll go on the record and say that. Peter is pulling. <laughs> I don't doubt it. My, my answer to the question would just be to to get a girlfriend or boyfriend, which was is my, my it's always solution. It's always great to have a girlfriend or boyfriend, but not everyone can just get that so easily, though. Start a meme account. <laughs> Actually, that really, that's really fun. You really want to fall in love to start posting memes. I can't wait for the Rogue Packer episode where we go through all the sex sexopades. <laughs> Okay. Um, what's a reply guy? DMs or comments? Who's the real feminist? Beyonce or Clinton? Hmm. Hmm. Uh, my head. I don't really understand the question. I don't understand it at all. Joshua, Michael, Pollan, you are a genius, but I do not. Who's the real feminist? Beyonce or Hillary Clinton? That's that's a clear question. Uh, and one that I don't really choose to engage with. Um, yeah. Next question. If you don't Who's like the reply tar- guy, I I feel like reply guy is in spirit, not really in form. You could be a reply guy anywhere or not in both cases. What's a reply? That's on my Twitter thing. I don't I, really a reply get. guy. I have a feeling about this. It's like I know when I'm being it. It's like when you see when you're like see someone you're thirsty for and you reply. You just like go hi or like like reply to a story. Yeah, reply to it is really, I think, a story. I mean, I think it could apply to comments, but I, I think it's mainly oh, replying a story. To, oh, yeah. I see. I, I never comment, but I reply to a lot of stories. I'm You're a com- reply guy, then. We both have that. Oh, yeah. That. Okay. I, I didn't realize that's what it was. I'm a, I think I'm a reply guy. Oh, if it's re- story replies, I'm a yeah, full on reply I, guy. I reply oh, so, the, so what he's saying is like, if like reply guy or DM, just like an outside of story, just I'm like, I'm messaging you now. Well, I do think, wait, say that again. Oh, because oh. I would say that I personally am a DM guy because I, I find replying to stories a little humiliating unless the conversation <laughs> has already, like it feels it's, it's worked for me. me I've gone on multiple dates from replying to stories. No, it works for sure. It's it just almost feels... the exact same thing 
but they're just a slight different it's just a slightly different position on the same thing you're making contact that's there's, really what counts there's something assertive about sending a dm to me that feels more alpha it feels more like i'm i'm contacting you hey you're not wrong i think that's kind of true i think that's why reply guy has like a sort of icky texture and and there isn't really necessarily a word for a guy who dms it's just that's just guy who slides in yeah, because I, I feel like uh, it's a common refrain that people said, oh, yeah, he responded to my story. And it's sort of like it's a little humiliating. It's like he wants to fuck me. Well, you know, the only thing I'll say in in in, but, in, in defense of replying to the story is it can give you context for a conversation that's Yeah, it's casual. like a good icebreaker. Also, it's kind of... Yeah, it's a good icebreaker. So I actually think maybe I retract some of my previous... Right, is it, it's kind of cool to just be like, like, blatantly like, yo... I'm replying to this. I'm down to fuck. <laughs> I think right? just both things are good. It depends on how you're doing yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know. Or both things are bad, depending on how you're doing it. It's like getting a match on, like, a dating app. It's like, oh. This yeah, you replied. can fuck either one up. But you also, don't you think that the whole one, reason why Reply Guy even exists is because people want that. I mean, I want that. I want people to reply to me. True. It's just like, I mean, although I do, I have seen, I have seen hot girls DMs, and there's so much reply guyism. That That's what I'm saying, bro. Reply guy, like itis. Right, but it doesn't, but it doesn't mean it's bad in general. It's like you could be good at it, you could be bad at it. No, I, I hear what you're saying too. You're uh, a fish in the sea. The hotter the girl, you're just like you don't even understand. Like I, I've seen, like Peter. No, it's mind blowing. It's, mind -blowing. You, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's like it's like oh my god, I had no idea. It was like, yeah, yeah. like it's like being at the precipice of the Grand Canyon for the first time. I don't know. I've done both. I've never really thought about a distinction <laughs> between the two. That's really, really fucking me up. <laughs> I know. I, I know you've never thought of this before. I think about it a lot. Oh, actually, I also love to think about it. Like what it, what it would feel like. It's not it, always a. It doesn't change the dynamic. If you're sliding in, you're sliding in. Like it feels equally horny either way. It's like if you're good at it, it's gonna work. If you do either one. And if you're bad at it or you're not hot, it's not going to work, either one. I think it, it depends on if you want a, an actual relationship with the person or if you're just trying to fuck. Like, I'm, like replying to stories is, and if you guys are just trying to hook up or whatever, I think that's cool. I think for me, if I'm starting a conversation and possible relationship with someone, I, I would I would never forget that I was the one to reach out, which is maybe a, a sort of beta in a way, but I feel like... There is, there's like the, the strive to be the alpha in that like this person came at me. I don't know. I'm not too proud. I, I've, I hit girls up. Like I'm not expecting girls to hit me up. You know what I mean? I am rambling. <laughs> <laughs> and we know girls hit Peter up. Um, no, I mean, I don't know. I have nothing to hide. If I'm horny, I'll say it. I, I hear what I'll make you're it saying. I really, I really know what you mean. I just think, I think both can be done, can be done well. And there's also like, it's a good thing for there to be like a pinch of beta in the alpha and a pinch of alpha of course. beta. It's, it's yin and so yang. like you can in an alpha way use a beta technique. The beta technique often is the one that works too. I will, I will definitely hand that one to you. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I think it might be like almost too alpha to be the reply guy because it's like too, it's like feigning some sort of casualness that's actually not there because anytime you're messaging a stranger, you're messaging a stranger. Exactly. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. Next question is, if you don't like Tarkovsky, then you ain't a cinephile. 
agree. So this is a riff on the Joe Biden comment from today or from yesterday. Can you re- what's the Joe Biden? What's oh the- right, right. Wait, what is this? Right, right. I remember what he's. When, yeah, remind when, us what, what, what was it exactly? Biden said, "If you like, if you're not voting for me, you uh, ain't black." Well, I did not pick up on that. Right. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, of course. Um, oh gosh, <laughs> I like that guy Charlemagne though. That's who he said it to, right? Yeah, yeah. Charlemagne's the shit. Yeah, the, he's an incredible, incredible. Uh, that's what we're. That's what wait, we're trying he, to get he's at. He's canceled like for some reason, right? Club level of Charlemagne. Yeah, well, that's icon level. That's icon. Yeah, but he's canceled for some reason. Oh, he is? I didn't know that. Didn't know. Didn't know. No, he's not. I think he's like homophobic or something. I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I didn't. I'm not aware of the controversy. I enjoy this. I, I don't know. I don't care. I big shouts. Um, my God. Big shouts. But wait. Um, I would argue that yeah, no, no, you're not really a cinephile. Oh, oh Tar- yeah, Tarkovsky. But I have never seen a single Tarkovsky. That's not to say I'm a cinephile. I might not be a cinephile. I wouldn't consider. I'm definitely yeah, not a cinephile. Cinephile is not really a nice term. I've always disliked it personally. Oh yeah, you've said that <clears throat> before, and I've been curious as to why. Because why? Well, because if you're a cinephile, you are a cinephile. You're though. not. You love cinema. I'm not. I haven't watched a movie in like months. I just don't. I don't watch them. We so do you, the do Packers, you feel like that word Packers don't hang out with cinephiles. Like, wait, what? Sorry. Like the Iron Pack does not hang out with cinephiles. True Packers aren't cinephiles. Well, that's. I don't know about that. I, well, I think a lot of the Packers are cinephiles, bro. Definitely, they really are. Like, I mean, they're huge. They're big. T- I think the the thing, the funny thing is that you guys aren't, and that's <laughs> that's kind of interesting. But they're cinephiles, I think. I mean, I listen to probably a hundred times more music than I listen than I watch movies. I like I like movies a lot, obviously, but I don't. I can't. I, I like I'm not YouTube in the mood to watch movies that often. YouTube's like, better really than movies. Overwhelming experience. Yeah, it's kind of a chore. I would say that I consider myself a cinephile, but I don't have this like collector's mentality that I right. That I that I experience some people who I would definitely call cinephiles have. I don't have that like completest drive or whatever. Uh, right. I and I also college, like sometimes but... go for months and months without watching any movie. But... No, we talked about this in another different episode. It's like I've never seen saying, a single like, Tarkovsky. Wait, we're, I'm sorry. What were you saying? It's just like I don't. I just don't get the like need to expand your taste constantly. It's like just like the shit you like. Yeah. Oh well, I'm like that. I yeah. very rarely spend my taste. Yeah. We did. We did talk about this like letterbox thing because like everyone always asks me why don't you have a letterbox? Like this thing on letterbox, letterbox, whatever. And it's like it, we've talked about this a little bit before, but just like yeah, this accumulation of like look at my references, look at like I'm I'm better because I know more. I'm better because I know something rarer. I know so I'm better because I've seen more than you and that's that that has like cultural that there's like social currency in like having seen some fucking you know bullshit from the, like 1971 it's like it's like the movie it's like the movie is probably bad and it's, it's like, the cool same as like reason. it's the same as like record collectors and shit it's like a way to um you can like you can like cover up your lack of talent but with wait your isn't it only within taste. that community that it matters because i don't really feel impressed by that they're, no, it's a circle jerk. They're, they're all Im- very impressed and sort of like boastful with, amongst themselves. It's very insular. Right, right. But I feel like it's not really fooling anyone because the only movies people like are the ones that actually speak to them. It, it really doesn't matter like how many movies that person has seen before. I mean, usually good movies are made by people who have seen a number of them, but it doesn't actually matter to the viewer, to the like 
It doesn't, but it, it, it does have it does have cultural impact, which I don't think we'd give them credit to. I mean, because the, yeah, peop, the yeah, people the people who have these opinions are the people who program things. They're the people who gatekeep. They are the people who have some semblance of power in their little you know corner of whatever. Sure. No, I I hear what, I hear what you I hear what you're saying. Well, not to be too um, much of a and, and of course, like you I mean, know, of course, I just let it be said it. that obviously, so many people who are the best filmmakers are you know. The, the deepest cinema heads imaginable. I mean, that just goes with the territory. That's true. Obvious. Continue. Yeah. I think I think that those people tend to have, like, let's say, a director or a writer. Those people tend to have less of an ego about all of the things that they've seen. They're just they 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 are they're just uh, you know they're organic reference points to their work. They're not like you know pieces of their personality quite as much as the people who just might write or critique. yeah well like the guy that comes to mind is like tarantino and it, it does remind me of memes it's like he's a guy who's so well versed in the memes of cinema that he like definitely has his take on them but he also is really like happily and giddily and playfully stringing along like these well, he tropes has, he has a, yeah he has a panache about the way that he talks about movies where it's just I'm like this guy just like loves movies and you totally believe it it's not like he like he really it, it has nothing to do with like you know, get, getting one up on anybody or like impressing anyone. He's just, he's like a fucking psycho and a nerd. And like, that's, that's cool. Yeah. And he no, totally. totally. Sure. Yeah. I mean, there's, yeah, there's no like black or white, like blanket statement of whether it's cool or not to have like a ton of references. I just will say, especially from the perspective of someone who makes stuff, whether it's movies or music or whatever, I think a way people cover up their like lack of confidence in the, like, art itself that they make is by steeping it filled with so many references that it just makes it seem kind of like more advanced and inaccessible so it's just like it's like this like safe thing where if you don't get it you just don't get all my advanced references it's like a it's like a way to compensate for not being confident that it can like stand on its own legs as a piece of work you know exactly i hear you with tarkovsky i think like I mean, you should. You uh, should big shouts to Tarkovsky. Tarkovsky's fucking sick. You should watch some Tarkovsky. I mean, it is. It has somehow become like, you know, the the next step after like Kubrick to being like, I'm into movies. I've watched this this bullshit. But it's also popular, and popular things are popular because they're better than other things. He's he's the goat. Come on, nostalgia is amazing. Andre Rublev is, I, I you know I, I I feel dumb talking about Tarkovsky, but. You know, yeah, watch I mean, all of it. It's not worth talking well, about. It's just like they're fucking sick. Watch them. Watch the mirror. If I'm, so oh, I never saw the mirror. I haven't seen the mirror. Um, that one's that. really great, dude. I love fucking nostalgia. Damn, the movie nostalgia is so, so good. At first, I just thought you were talking about the concept, and I was like, I'm not sure I agree. But what nostalgia? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, spe- on the on the point of nostalgia, the one of our other uh, responses was, I still love my ex. Oh, there we go. That's that's a really that's yeah. And I'm gonna have to agree. <laughs> big shouts to X's. Yeah, yeah, huge shouts to X's. Big fucking shouts to X's. Um, they're all they're all beautiful girls. Oh, we should get a clip of that. Yeah, we gotta get King Cruel up in here. King Cruel on the pod. Shout out to both of them. Beautiful girls. I mean, that's uh. Does anyone? That's something we could probably elaborate on. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I'd love to. Um, well, I, my, honestly, my opinions on exes is kind of changing post-quarantine. It's like, now nothing matters, so just, like, tell 
him or her. Or right, him. right. Like you could be at the part of of your little story where you're like, you know what? Fuck it. They were the one. <laughs> I, yeah, but like actually, fuck it now because. No, I, I'm I'm not I'm matters. being serious. No, I mean, no, totally. I know, I know. But it's like everyone's gonna be more fuck it than ever. So maybe she, he, or, they, your ex will be more open to saying fuck it as well. It's it is hard though because I I also would even though I was saying plunge in I offer a note of caution that with exes you know it's always good to really sit on that desire until you know it's really what you want and you're not just acting impulsively right I mean that I mean I would say that's almost you could say that about any any romantic decision but um especially that one I'm curious if you like you just also respond to nostalgia in a sort of icky way. Like, how do you how do you feel about look looking back? Well, I think it's lovely to have a personal moment of nostalgia every now and again. But I feel like it, too much. It's like you're living in the past, and you're not really like uh, present for your present moment life. And in art, I don't really usually like it at all. In the rare case, maybe, but but I usually feel like it's like a like a like something you were just saying like uh packer uh like it's a stand-in for a actually strong idea right and and like i don't know i just personally i like seeing stuff set in the present well okay here's oh stuff set in the present that's definitely true i'm like well, I don't know. It depends on how far we can I mean, go. no, I mean, yeah, I, 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 I'm actually, I'm sorry, let me clarify. For myself, for like things that I'm interested in making for me, I like the present. But as a Were viewer, I have setting, a wide appetite. I, but I, I just, but setting I, in terms I was of responding to it negatively thinking about me. But as That's a viewer, what I was asking, yeah. I like every, I'm fine with anything. It's really. also like, um, like nostalgia in terms of like setting for a movie or something is different than nostalgia in terms of like referencing your favorites or the best. Well, yeah. If you could make a movie that evoked nostalgia, I'd be happy. Well, here's what I'll say about nostalgia. But usually people are just like using nostalgia, like trying to win nostalgic points and it's just very empty. Well, yes. I just don't, I just don't like, well, you know, music and movies and everything is just so, nostalgic and like referencing what it's influenced like everything wears its influences on its sleeve now which i don't think is necessarily a bad thing but i think most people who make art that's nostalgic kind of like miss the point about why it was good like if you make a record that sounds like you know a fucking 80s synth pop album like the reason the that music that you liked hit you so hard was because of the way that they used those you know sounds and the role that it played it at the time and how new and fresh it felt and how it was like elevating their song right they used what was at their disposal to elevate their craft you could apply this to any form of art but so when you make something that's just very nostalgically just doing what your favorites did even if you kind of nail the vibe you're you're missing like what made that actually good so i would say yeah yeah that hits it's like the thing that it's referencing that wasn't trying to be something right so happened. if you're going to be nostalgic that was think a product about, of its time you right think. think about why you like what you like not how do i make what i like you know what i mean well uh, yeah no i think i think what you're talking about is is more of like a uh, a formal nostalgia for 
the the art form that you might be making stuff in. I'm I am talking about uh, more of like a personal nostalgia, which I feel like most most great art does come from, you know, trying to recapture the the pain or the euphoria of a personal nostalgia. Sure. I mean, I, that's for me. That's what um, that's what hits hardest is, or that's the only thing I'm compelled to to, to actualize into art is is like something that I felt once that was strong, and that I don't uh, that I can't feel anymore unless I uh, translate it somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well yeah. I would say okay. Why do you think artists imitate? Uh, it's because they were affected by whatever they're into so much that they want to have that same effect right so think about that instead of like what you're influenced by and like it's instead of like recreating what you're influenced by you see what i'm saying like you think about like why did this hit me so hard what about this like resonated with me i'm gonna try to tap into that in myself and make something that people resonate with in the same way that's a better way to use kind of nostalgic reference points than imitating it. See what I'm saying? It, what you're saying, but essentially, is that the content of what you're making, not not content in the negative sense, content as in what is what is your thing about? That needs to be resonant. It doesn't matter what superficial form it takes. It just it, it needs to be resonant within the the feeling and the emotion of what you're talking about and any any art can work it can be a fucking quibby show if it has that then it works it doesn't like the 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 veneer and the the sheen of what you're making which is what everybody's so focused on when they're making you know decks and mood boards and like this is what it's going to be like this is why it's going to be cool this is who the fuck is involved none of that really matters if 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 the heart's not beating Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, take your mood board and see why you like the things that are in it, and try and, and go for that as opposed to seeing the things you like and being like, okay, I gotta make yeah. something that is like this. Yeah. It's like, go a step Sh further. Should we submit this podcast to the masterclass series? <laughs> oh, I know, I know. I was like, so it's so this fun is. to this cosplay. Is like, this is masterclass of Master of Come. Yeah, I know, bros. The master class of cum. That's good. That's it. That's it. You're goddamn right. Well, wow. I mean, that's it. Get with us. That's Big a good. That, I think that's a good segue into us just fucking uh, interview, like interrogating. Should, should we talk okay. about? What about <laughs> we we kind of glossed over the X's. I want to hear more beer thoughts on X's. Oh, just that I have a lot of complicated feelings about all my X's. I mean, for sure. And some of them I'm really close friends with now, and there are some that I am still strange from. And it, it's just I think when you ha when you go through a relate uh, the experience of some sort of embedded real love relationship, you, those people just don't leave you. You know, even if even if they like generally are a footnote in the grand history of your life, it's still like a a footnote that is you know in a sort of kooky font totally do, oh do but this is it? but let's answer this person's actual question which is how do i get my ex Not back what was there it was no, there's actually no question no there is it says well, how do i get my is, ex back no it says oh. no, it's, no it's just i still love my ex oh Are that's a different one yeah there's two questions then oh right yeah someone said i still love my ex and then someone else said how do i get my ex back oh wow yeah so oh, there's a lot oh. of people big shouting their exes 
I wish people would be more specific with these questions because how can you really answer how do you get your ex back without having like a little more context? Outside their window with boombox. Yeah, I mean that would work, I guess. Peter, make do them, you, like, do you uh, feel make this like a short film like like uh No 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. no, listen, man. <laughs> Find your favorite love song, okay? Lip sync it and make it into like a music video. Um, and send it to them, and it's gonna work. No, I'm into that. I mean, that'll probably work, actually. Peter, I, I mean, wanted to ask you though, like, do you feel do you it's feel so closer bad. to the exes that you're estranged from, or do you feel closer to the ones that you kind of have a real friendship with, or are possibly feigning a strained? friendship with well, no much closer with the ones i'm truly friends with of course but, i mean maybe well, i'm not uh, understanding the question no no that i guess no i we just i guess we feel differently about that but no that's interesting i just was curious okay cool no just you, like so, let, let, uh, tell me what you mean then what do you mean just like if you feel like some almost like the silence is maybe more powerful than the i mean i guess if, if you're able to carry on significant friendships with people that you used to date then my hat is off to you and that, you know something that i would love to be able to do and i'm trying to do but i think there's like there's something there's something powerful about the ones that just kind of went into the mist yeah that is very powerful i of course i acknowledge that i guess i was thinking that the question was like who is more present in your life and that's kind of obvious but yeah i mean there's a very strong presence to people that are absent so yeah, sometimes it really depends on the moment. It really yeah. depends on the situation. Yeah. The next the next one we have is a, is a sad one. It's what? I think I'm too ugly for love. What do I do? LOL. That's just not. I just don't believe that actually. Maybe you feel too ugly, in which case think about why you feel bad. I'm looking at this person too and they are not. Yeah, ugly. maybe. I mean, uh, I mean, I think it's just I'm like you got to work on your personality, kid. I don't know. <laughs> no, yeah, is, I it it's really underrated that it honestly like doesn't matter if you're hot or not. Yeah, it doesn't. It, I really believe that too. I mean, oh, I this person is like, also not, not ugly at all. Yeah, yeah. I hope it doesn't sound corny. I think that it's just all about your your spirit. I mean, I I find myself attracted to people's spirits so often, and I'm like, you know, actually, I could see someone saying that person's ugly, but I actually find them beautiful because of it's all vibes. It's all I'll also say, because this person will know if they listen, I won't say what your IG is, but you're a beautiful girl. Yeah, right. Of Big course. shout out to this person. Yeah, she's probably gorgeous. She's hot. Okay, nice. She's beautiful. Okay, yeah, so I don't believe her. She's yeah. yeah, maybe she's trolling. <laughs> she's hot. Um, she's that... fully hot. It's a compliment. <laughs> she fished a compliment out of us. Yeah, she got she a mad party and then she fished a compliment. Oh. <laughs> I think she fully trolled us, actually. Dude. that That's like a successful troll. No, oh, yeah, that's cool. well done. That's yeah, cool. I'm like actually pretty impressed. That's really sick. Yeah. <laughs> Next person you. said, just match me with a follower. Please, someone who listens to jazz. I'm going to do a pass on that one. <laughs> how, do I, how do I get my ex back? Oh, top five hottest girls of all time. <laughs> oh, we were just talking about this. I think the okay, let's go. hottest girl of all time, Julia Louise Dreyfus. <laughs> no. no i'm just like trying to dig deep it's such a i want i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to answer wrong dude come on give me a hotter person than julia louise Dreyfus. i mean i, I feel like what... <laughs> <laughs> she is Ooh. super hot though 
I'm yeah, gonna yeah, be just... a, I'm gonna be a cuck and say my girlfriend is all five slots. <laughs> I'm just gonna say Julia Fox and Michaela Peterson. No. <laughs> well, those are the people I most consistently simp for online. So. Yeah, I've, I, you horny post about them a lot. Yeah, yeah. I'd say Jennifer. I mean, Con- Jennifer Connelly, all top five. I'm not wrong for the moment. I'm not wrong for the moment. Um. I can't do all time. All time, time I, it's too hard for me right now. I have like girl. I have girls of the week for sure. Can we do hottest guys? I'm like, it's just boring. Yeah, true. Hottest guys. Brad Pitt, Peter Vac. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Louis Garrel. I like. Oh my god! No. <laughs> yeah, I love. He's great. I've, I've got Dagson, beef. my friend Dagson. You know that guy. God, no. he's so cute. Such a such a handsome guy. He's a model. He's uh, I feel like that's just his handle. I, I might not have my phone on me, or else I would find it. He's a cutie. I really think you're in the top five, Peter. <laughs> that is so. I, you, come on, that's so. I, I, a regular thing that uh, I on number one and two say to each other on our no. on our daily phone call is, "Man, we're so proud of Peter for being hot." <laughs> <laughs> that's true we're, like i'm really, I'm really proud I... of hot people for being hot like they really did it you did it okay thanks we, we, said that, we say that every day we actually have said that a lot that's not a joke we're so affectionate with each other i, I think know, that's it's really, really amazing thing about our, friend, our friendship you guys yeah it's really amazing <laughs> It's a real. There's a lot of love between us, and I think it's uh, important to share that with the Packers. It is. It's important to love your friends. It's important to love your loves. I've been hard this entire fucking phone. <laughs> <laughs> I've been cranking it this whole time, my bro. <laughs> I actually was. I actually can't even say, but in one of the previous no. episodes, <laughs> I hey, was hey. like <laughs> slightly. I was just like, I was like fucking with myself a little bit. (laughs) The first first episode is like just overtly just a really horny episode. Yeah, the the Christy Carlson Romano bit is like 45 minutes long. Oh my God, that was fun. (laughs) So great. That was a great show, Um, even Stevens. Can we do a little lightning round? I know we don't have anything prepared. Even Stevens' movie is underratedly really funny. Good movie. What is a good movie? The Even Stevens movie. Oh, it's great. Re- really it. funny movie. Christie's like in top form in that movie. Um, wow. That's the kind of movie we should be watching. I know. We've, we've been thinking about maybe doing the theme of like we watch a movie before every episode, but we just kind of did that with Jeremy and Janix, and that was fun. Also, we don't really like movies. Big shots to them. I love them both. Shout, shout out. Oh, Hush. yeah. Huge shouts to both of them. The I Am Pack podcast is so much better than doing red scare that was so that was really fun um all right peter Lightning what <laughs> i mean <laughs> how how open are you willing to be peter i mean well uh, tell me more about that question before i even answer it uh, this is sort of a love themed episode maybe a, a possibly sex tinged of the pod and you're you're a king in so many respects <laughs> that i feel like a lot of people could glean a lot of insight and inspiration from some of your ex- escapades how how so 
it's inspiring. Like I, I leave phone calls with you and I'm just like, I'm ready to take shit over. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, go, go on then go on. When, when did you realize first of all, before I'm going to ask that, what, like at what point in your life did you feel as if you gained some level of confidence in yourself, your personality, your physical appearance, all of that. Recently, I, I definitely think recently, <laughs> not my whole life. I have really distinct memories of, of like not feeling good about myself, but I definitely do feel like I generally now today feel pretty good about myself most of the time. So, but also not, I mean, it's also like kind of surreal to hear you say that. And I'm like, I, I, my impulse is like, I, I want to like, like accept it because it's so nice, but also want to reject it because, you know, I don't, I really love you. And I really feel like that says so much about like the, the quality of our connection more so than the way I feel about myself, you know, like, like maybe you're inducing that level of confidence in me. <laughs> I'm gassing you up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, truly, because, like, the fact that you would even say that to me and feel that way about me makes it true. Because <laughs> well, it's so, just like, yeah. you know, what I mean? like, yeah, I have moments of confidence, but I also don't. And I'm like, wow, it's just so, so, like, it's just, I'm more just, like, focusing on how how intense it is to hear that because <laughs> it's not like it every day. It's, it's, it's bro love. No, but I think you and I have yeah, talked yeah. about on different phone calls this the, the effect of two men getting along in a way that they may not be able to hold other friendships with other male people because out of, you know, some, you right. know maybe, maybe it's jealousy or, or it's just like an intimidation. And Big shouts to men. Big shouts what? Well, to men. Big, Big shouts shout to, to guys. Well, I love this subject because part of what I think makes our friendship strong is that we both like to talk about like our feelings and like relationship matters. And those subjects sadly are maybe not always consciously, but unconsciously taboo for men. Yeah. And I and I when with you, I really feel like that's front that's front and center. And for me, I also that's what I want to talk about. And so and there's like even just the desire to want to talk and be open, uh, I feel like is rare. It takes and, a lot out of a guy to do that. And straight guys. And straight guys. And straight guys. Yes. I'm not to call it straight guys because I, I don't I it's so sad to do it, but it is actually like this is something that straight guys do maybe need to look into a bit. Because I find it rare. Well also maybe I just like don't meet a lot of guys. So I don't know. But anyway, respond to that, whether I'm right or wrong. I think you're right. I think it's... Yeah, I think I'm right. I, I think, think you're right. really right. I mean, it's just always resonated with me when I think you and I feel comfortable talking to each other in a way that is, it has been historically extremely rare, possibly, you know, I could count on one hand the amount of times that I'm able to have the kind of conversation that I'm able to have with you and i i do i do sense that there's like an animal kingdomness to the hierarchy of that and you people it's an unspoken thing but there is like a there's a power dynamic amongst all friendships and there's a power dynamic uh with regards to how much 
confidence that person has in themselves. And there's like a, a level of, you know, one person overcompensating for the other person possibly being a little bit more insecure about like their love life or their, you know, just feeling good or bad about themselves. And I think if, if that, if that thing can match in two friends, then it, it oh, really, yeah. it really right. opens the box to, to connect. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. And that's not to say that I'm like particularly confident, but I think we're in a similar zone of like, yeah, certain days are better than others and generally decent feeling, but you well, know, also we can own our confidence too. I don't think that's necessary. That's a good thing. It, it is it, a good thing. I think, I think what I was getting at was just that, like, I think that for guys, especially for straight guys, especially, you know, um, yeah, I, I want to go back to that because I actually, I, I, it's something I, you know, because I do have such a great relationship with my sister. You know, we're we're just such good friends, and we weren't always. But I do know it's it's like not revolutionary to say, but I noticed the quality of conversation that she and her best uh, girlfriends have is just so much deeper than what I witness by and large with like yes. straight guys. Yes. You're just not socialized, so, you know. It's been said and said, but it's just true. And I know dudes need to think about it. Oh, yeah. I know I've always I've always been jealous of of girlfriend relationships with with their with their friends. No, but I we're think. able to do that. We are like yeah. we have that. Well, there's there's a lot that straight guys can learn from from girls. Big shouts to girls. Um, and no, I think it's true. I think like a lot of dudes like think, oh, I'm not like a bro, so. I have it right, but they still like low key are pretty bro in their uh, safeguarding of their of like being intimate, you know. Yeah. Actually, I don't. I don't get that yet. Can you, can you say like that? people like think that they're not like overtly dudes think they're not like overtly bros. Therefore, they're like sensitive and in touch, even though oh yeah, no, all that's these like arty false. dudes are yeah. like usually pretty much just as closed off as your average bro. Oh my God! Sometimes more so, even or just as much. So uh, yeah, so like, think about that, and don't just think because you're not like some bro that. Oh yeah, good point. Yeah. Good point. Uh, I think that's worth saying. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's like there's way more to not being a bro than just like not being a jock, you know. Oh yeah, especially now. Yeah. yeah. Another thing, since you're bringing up Betsy, I like I wanted to ask. Just because it's going to sound like a dumb question, but it's something I think about. I, I have a brother. I, number one over here, has a sister. So both of you can answer this to some degree. What is it like having a sister? Well, I think every experience is most likely different. No, but just, just, the, just the, 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 bio, the, biology, the biological aspect of, of having... Like, do, you, do I think it's like me having a sister has made me more like sensitive or something? Yeah, just what like have you ever, have you ever like thought about what that like I think about it a lot because like I have a brother and like I'm like I will never have the experience of having a sister or like I used to date someone who was an only child and that was a big deal for her and it was something that she thought about a lot and it's shaped who she is I think me having a brother shaped who I am and I was just curious <sighs> yeah I mean I'm sure it does big shouts to sisters big shouts to sisters um. Yeah, big shouts to my sister who's probably listening. Um, I don't oh, know. yeah, big shouts to mine who is listening for sure. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I actually have not really thought about this. I mean, I'm, everything plays a role in who you are. 
I'm sure it affects you if you have a sibling or an only child or have a brother or sister or whatever, but I don't know. I never thought about it. I honestly don't know. I have to think. Like in terms of like how it affects me being like a dude. Yeah, I've just always been curious. I mean, to make it a little more pointed, like I, I was always curious about if you feel protective of them because I feel like having a brother, I I don't feel particularly protective of him. Like I love him, but it's, I don't have like a like the type of dynamic where I'm like worried about. Like I, it's like I, I I always think about like fathers and daughters and like just the the male female relationship that's that's family based. Yeah, like, I I, can... oh, I definitely feel protective. I mean, she can take care of herself. Um, I'm not like I never like worry about her, but I, uh, yeah, definitely. Like I don't know. Well, I, I'm actually probably not protective of Betsy, and never was, and that's maybe sort of like something she has some. That's probably like part of her problem with our relationship, because like the thing that the thing about my friendship with Betsy is it really feels more like an, a friendship I gained as an adult and of an adult because we were like my real, uh, I've said this story so many times that there's almost like, Oh my God, I can't believe I'm saying this again. But just like my sister, and I had no relationship when we were kids. Cause I like ignored her, which is like basically the worst thing a brother could do. It's like so much better to be like mean or like teasing. Cause it at least like is a relationship. I just like, really just like didn't realize she exist existed until she was like a sophomore in college and i was like two years out of college and that's absolutely as awful as it sounds and i really am always always repenting but but and i think she would agree with me if she were here she would, would when i say that uh but then there is something about those extraordinary circumstances that have like made our friendship so strong because we were like almost best friends overnight and our i mean really we like collaborate you know like she's a really you know we I'm just lucky to have her as a friend, truly. But like, I feel like that era of like, don't, you know, Hey, don't, don't look at my sister that way. Like I, I we never even like, we didn't, our lives almost like didn't overlap. Right, right. And also I'm four and a half years older. So I did, when I went to college, she was going to high school. So, you, you know, like we, we did like miss formative years and I, uh, that, and mostly my supreme negligence. Well, also big shouts to your guys' upcoming collaboration. Yeah, my sister made a movie that uh, stars herself and myself and her and her family and her boyfriend. And, uh, I can't wait it's to see good. that. I, I think it's going to be cool. Betsy's films I always like love. I'm, I'm like a genuinely a fan of the stuff she does, which I'm, is really nice. Absolutely. I'm sure yeah. she's a fan of yours. I think I, what I'm getting at is just that I'm jealous. Oh, good. Yeah, you should be. I, like I've 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 witnessed both of you with just like having a sister, and I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, it's far. Yeah, it's, no, it's great. It's sick. I mean, like I feel bad. I know there's so many people that feel are estranged from their siblings, and when I tune into that reality, I feel really sad because it just is nice that the reality is, if you have a sibling, they're your closest relative, and if you have a strong bond with that person, it's it's gonna enrich your life if you let no, it. No, totally. I know. I always try to get my sister to move to New York, but she won't do it. It would, I would, that would be sick. I tried to get my brother to move to New York and he moved to LA. <laughs> Big shots to LA. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good, that's a good next question is how, how are you feeling about LA? Oh, I, I'm, I feel like uh, lucky that I'm here and not New York because 
it's more spacious here. I mean, social distancing was in vogue before the government mandated it. Right. It's really like in LA, the response, it's kind of funny because in LA, you know, uh, making things more exclusive is really natural, you know? So it's right. like, yeah, line up, line up. We'll put the red red velvet rope out. It's always like it's always like at someone's house and there's like three people there and like one of them's famous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, everyone was always like eight to nine feet apart in their cars. So. Yeah. Are you are you driving? Yeah, I have a car. Actually, I have a car I've had it here since 2006 when I was in college. Whoa. You just like yeah. leave it out there? Add it to my car, my Civic, my Honda Civic. Dude, hmm? I, I used to have a Civic. I used to have a Civic. I, I love it so much. My Civic got recalled. Oh, really? Oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah, remember there was like this, this crazy thing with Honda where like, certain uh certain honda models had like effective airbags where if they went off it would shoot shrapnel at you and instantly yes. kill you i yeah. remember that yes my, you had one of those? my civic of many years was one of those oh that's wow. scary yeah i know thank god that never happened to you i know r.i.p r.i.p to that car i got in an accident in it too and the airbags didn't go off so whoa wow. big shouts right. to honda big shout i do love my honda Peter, do you miss Times Square? Yeah, I miss Times Square. Times Square is essential to my happiness. Did you, did you go every day? I'm, I'm there <laughs> most days. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's, it's I, like I, drinking I, from a well, like a like a well of health and youth and happiness. I'm really I, bummed. That I'm not going to be able to spend the summer in Times Square. I drive. I, I'm I'm like seeing it from my car. I'm like dropping someone off, and like just after I drop her off i'm like i literally like drive by scars drive by metrograph drive by dimes and there's the skaters are still there they've just got masks on that are like around their chins because they're like talking to each other and it's just like it's such a bizarre yes good hearing you say this is giving me uh it's like giving me an adrenaline boost you know i'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm there i'm, I'm experiencing it are metrograph's <laughs> lights still on yep they put up a sign Today, I think somebody sent us that it's like, you know, like a, like a be safe, like we love you, <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> but but the lights are on, so they're 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 paying the electricity. Um, there's been rumblings that there are, there have been private screenings happening there, but oh my gosh, I really? Can't, can't talk about it. Who said? Who said that? Our sources. Well, wow. we should we should get we should get twenty four. We should get Packer um, volunteers twenty four seven surveillance to see if there's actually yeah, screenings. Packers, take that advice. Yeah, DM us if you're Packers. DM us if you're willing to join a twenty four seven Metrograph lookout, and we'll get a schedule together. We have, a, we, we have a hotline. I'll, That's a really good idea. We we want to yeah. know what they're showing. And we'll we'll have a rotation. There'll be short shifts. If we get enough people, the shifts can be even shorter. So yeah. let us know. Guest <laughs> list. I'd like to see a guest list. <laughs> Draft code. How, but how's uh, how's how's love in LA at the moment? Is it are you are you quarantined or are you what are you doing? Yeah, I'm quarantined. I'm in this you... Airbnb that I like thought I was going to be in for two months and this is, I'll be here for five months now. Like, wow. Even if you weren't, you, you wouldn't say if you, if you were not, if you were like seeing people, right? No, I've hung out with Eugene and honor and Dagson shout out to them. 
Oh my god. Oh, my friend back in in. No, I, I've hung out with people at a distance or even like one time we were close. Like, yeah, it's just like if you like think people have been mostly neurotic throughout this, then yeah. I have not seen a person since like mid March. Uh, that I, I mean, I'm I'm in the in between where like you know, people people are starting to have gatherings in New York kind of covertly and I can't I can't really engage with it. Like I saw my friend, it was his birthday today, and like we stood six feet apart. I just can't get in the zone of like I'm hanging out right now. Yeah, no way. Well, I, I actually do know what you mean. Those hangouts are always like somewhat traumatic, even though they're fun, because you're just like I, I do always worry, even though I think there's nothing to worry about. It does come up. When you're alone with yourself, it's easy to have that come up. I'm just curious if, if people who are single, I mean, I, I assume that they are, are like like meeting up with each other just maybe in an apartment or like doing... I'm know. single. I have not met anyone. Peter, what? Uh, yeah, no, I bet that's happening. Yeah. Have you been on Raya? I look at Raya, yeah, I do. But I feel like it's people rarely meet up from Raya. It's, very, it's a very hesitant crowd. Yeah, I heard, I heard a funny Raya story from the other night that I can't repeat. Well, no, say. <laughs> yeah, come on. No, no once we stop recording, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Uh, you probably know about it because you know the person. Oh God, I need to know that. <laughs> when did you get? When did you get to? Or I got, you grew up in New York. Did you leave ever? Yeah, for college. Where'd you go? USC in LA. For for film or for? No, for th I have my BFA in acting theater. Do, Not do, a part of film school at all. Uh, do you introduce yourself as an actor or a director or a memer? Actor. Sure. My job. It's my real job. <laughs> it's way hotter. I mean, that just is my job. <laughs> and it just it is really way is hotter. <laughs> the other things are hobbies. What? I said the other things are hobbies in a way. I mean, they're like, they're just, you know, it's like... Uh, you know, indie film is just golf. It is, it is a hobby. Yeah, it's just like, oh, I'm making another movie. It's like going to be really expensive and luxurious, and I'm going to lose I mean, I, the money. I, I really, it's so fun, and I want to do it again, but it is like a luxury sport. Can you talk about any of the things you're working on? Because you've got other, some other shit going on. Like what? You're, you're writing. Oh, yeah. I'm working on a novel, and it's been going for many years, and I... Hope to be done soon. Which many pages of which were written at our favorite place. Where? Molasses Books? Metrograph! Oh, well, Metrograph, <laughs> but actually, no, Molasses Books. I want to shout out them. Because yeah, shout out Molasses. That's actually the place. <laughs> no, I've, I, I, yes, last summer I was in Metrograph every single day. Every single day for like <laughs> two months straight. I heard this from multiple I'm people. There. They're I mean, like, I see Peter writing in Metrograph right no, now. No, no, I'm there. You can find me there. Come find me there. I love to run into people I know. Um, but like, don't don't come find me there. <laughs> um, but you like go right upstairs? Uh, I'll never go there again. Uh, yeah, <laughs> No, I respect that. You know, it's like, it's like the, no, I the... really do. I really do love it up there. And... I yeah, actually Metro hate to blow up the spot too much, but nobody really. Yeah, but going to Metrograph, it's just like. <laughs> no, I mean it's like it's so funny because it's so true, and I do love it, and that's just how I treat places that I like. I just let myself go there every day, but 
I also, what I do love about upstairs in the Metrograph is it's not crowded during the day. It's not. It's really it's low key. It's very empty, and, that's, and yet it's a big, spacious, well-air-conditioned place with outlets. And uh, like and you have proximity to Dime Square, so you can go get your face out there? Right, and like Tavi Gevinson, sometimes you spot her and you're like, okay. Right, it's not so saying. It reminds, it's like in like college when you have nothing to do in an afternoon and you go to like the cafeteria and you just get your face out there. That's what Metrograph is. It's like a college cafeteria. Yeah, well, exactly. I respect yeah. it because you also do the like post up at Servos thing where we got dinner, which was really cute. And like, I like, I like this idea that the, there are these people in this like really like confined two blocks of like New York where they're just like, I'm here right now. And like, <laughs> there might be this other person here. And they're all creatives. It might sound crazy, but it really is something. It's like it's like weirdly the way I was raised because my my parents would just like take us to the same like like coffee shop on like eighty third and Broadway like every day for for like that. I just like have that as a memory, and so I'm just like noticing that you can do that. That's like part of like what I think it is to like maybe be in New York sometimes. It's like treat some places as if they're an extension of your uh of your like uh, you're investigating your relationship to the space yeah you're just yeah you're there you know you're having the prime retail experience genuine (laughs) but also you know it's a way to like uh motivate yourself because you're like you're like using it as a catalyst so you like develop a like relationship to it like yeah. work done it really does you know don't we just sound like uh we're like high class creatives no this is like this is the pitch to like get a we work space it's like be around hard charging high achievers to achieve more but actually i'm over that now i'm like i sometimes do rebel against that i can't stand now being one of those people i sometimes love love it i right love now. being a creative <laughs> oh no i only mean a creative in like a collaborative work Invi- like being at a coffee shop to right right create there's, sure 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 you can't you know yeah yeah. I, there's I different never... flavors of it there's like because there is the like dime square flavor but then there is the ludlow so you know soho house flavor which is a you know a very different kind of gasoline yeah flavor. i don't really know much about that i've been there like once that's that's where the fucking money's at whoa yeah you're right um, like it is interesting what you're saying like metrograph lobby it's low key in the middle of the day and it's like but like there's like eight people there but like four of them you might have an interest like four of them you might want to talk to well yeah. it's like a film festival ongoing and you know let celebrities yeah. in celebrities are sick big shouts to celebrities yeah, yeah if, if you're a celebrity you you probably did something right at some point like peter you're like you're like a you're on your way to being a, a full-time celebrity thank you Big thank i mean you are you basically are you put there's probably like a cele- there's probably some like famous people's birthdays your shit. mouth to god's ears oh can you can you look you up on like celebritynetworth.com <laughs> yeah oh yeah definitely it, the figure is definitely wrong those i'm looking at right now you're like not right but just even having that digital footprint is like you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah did but that's but right. anybody who's like been on any television show is gonna be right. like, yeah, it's like it's like not actually such a feat, but you know, I appreciate you see it as such. <laughs> I do. You're our biggest guest. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, you've you got Wikipedia? A... I didn't know that. 
Yeah, you're a celebrity. Nice. We have a celebrity on the podcast. Yeah, big yeah. shouts. Fuck First yeah. celebrity on the Iron Pod. Um, uh, dude, I'm, no, I, Peter, ever, we're really proud of you for being a celebrity. Jeremy Janixa and Alex Lee Moyer. You're, uh, all, everyone's a celebrity. The Iron Pack. Celebrities. It's a fucking celebrity. Um, well, like, well, Josh and Benny, you, I'm sorry. Shit. Benny, cut that out. Benny, cut that one out. I'll cut it out. All right. Um, lightning round for us, Peter. Do you have anything to ask us? Oh, yeah. Well, I, I was like the, curious about like, like how we met is like maybe interesting because. Yeah. Or I wanted to ask you, or maybe I've never really asked you, like, or I forgot how we met. Like, I met you for I, the first time. I was following you, I think, or did you start following me? I don't remember. I, don't I remember. was copying your style in the beginning. <laughs> I, was, I, I was, like, blatantly doing that, and I wondered if you guys would notice. But oh, some we, people... We noticed that. Yeah, you know, so I, I'm just like, respond. I met you for the first time at the first film screening, right? No. Oh, no. No, no. We met. Okay, and this is a big blow. No, no. Oh, for, duh. No, 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 no. For no, Goth no. Boy Click event new, on New oh, Year's. Oh, right. Yeah, of course. Big shouts to Goth Boy Click. Big shouts to... I have the whole, like, timeline mixed up. I, for some reason, thought that was after film screening. <laughs> but not no. at all. Yeah. No, this was, this was, this was New Year's 2018 turning into 2019. This is at the height of our, our personal... Oh, right. Well, film screening was only, like, two months after that. And I think somehow through a mutual friend who I invited a girl, um, which for some, whatever reason I had recently uh, broken up with my longtime girlfriend and I was excited by the attention that my stupid fucking meme account with my friend <laughs> was getting from girls. <laughs> I invited a few and lo and behold, the master of cum breaks down the doors. <laughs> Yeah, but I thought, but even before that, you knew I told you I was coming and that I was going to meet you guys. I, I thought I, I thought it was through I thought it was through the friend though. What did we, was there a person? No, maybe it was a personal. Yeah, maybe there was like no. A, I went with our mutual friend for sure, definitely. But I thought, but we also connected, uh, a separate from her before. And I think the, I think you thought we were gay. I oh, really? I did. Oh yeah, you know that. it was so funny. To me, <laughs> I mean, I was, I was, I was dressed very flamboyant. I mean, I just like, I'm like a, I, dr I like dressing like a twink. So, yeah, I maybe I looked at your photos and thought you. I just assumed. I don't know. Just, yeah. Didn't Jeremy say that he thought you had a black feeling? I, I thought you had a gay feeling. <laughs> so we're, we're checking all the boxes. Yeah, this is sick. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, I don't think did we? Ha when did we hang out for the first time? Did what did we do? Well, it was at that show you DJed. Definitely. Right, right. It was like at that oh, I wasn't party. There. I wasn't there for was that. Like a, I, I was so shocked that the Ion Pack was just DJs for like influencers in Chinatown. That was really my shock because I thought you guys were just like, like, you know, outsider cinephile, like, 
you know, nerds. just nerds. Yeah, full blown like 4chan troll, like, like like cinephobe style guys. Yeah, yeah. I just was like, that's what I assumed you were. So when you guys were like kind of suave like DJ guys, <laughs> I was like, wow. I remember you looking. That really at, blew I remember my you mind. At, yeah, you looking at me from afar, out, out like out on the curb outside of Lola, and you were just you had this look on your face where you were just like, what the. F- fuck is this kid about i really it wasn't it wasn't what i was expecting maybe that was maybe that wasn't perceptive of me somehow but i just no, wasn't. no i think that's a good that's like a magic trick quality that I, I i have recognized that is definitely really fun okay own it and i think there was a cave screening that was early on as well when he was showing his show oh no i hung out with you at that like there was like some like loft in Chinatown. There was screening like short things. Was that not yours? No, it was like I forget what the event was. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think it was Victoria Cronin's birthday party, right? Yes, For yes. Sure. Big, Big shout out to Victoria. That's what it was. Yeah, that was the second time I hung out with you. I'm right. Isn't that it? That's yeah, it? that's that was it. Yeah, yeah, word. Yeah, that's an event. I love, I love her and love them. Uh, we got a new question, and we can nix this one pretty quickly, but it says, I like this girl but I'm, I'm, that I'm talking to, but her letterbox is trash. Bad taste <laughs> Bad taste equals early red flag. Interesting. I, no, think, exactly. I think you should tell her that so she knows to not go anywhere near you. Yeah. Yeah, maybe well, it is a red flag that that person feels that it might be, so yes. If you're asking that question, then it it is. your head's not totally fully screwed on um part of me still feels like it shouldn't matter because what if you have other qualities that are so strong like you know you would hate to just be seeing think about someone that you did connect with you could always find an arena that you really clashed and what if they're like perfect for each other except they have really you know what is actually like a really underrated thing that i've learned as I've gotten older, I've kind of like only realized this like semi recently, and I don't even mean just romantically, like even with friendships too. Like you, especially if you're into like art in any way, you think you want friends that have similar taste to you. It's mm-hmm. like I only recently realized that that's not true. <laughs> like I, most of my closest friends like don't necessarily have the same taste as me, and like my people I know who have really similar taste to me, we like don't really get along in any other way. You're, you're, you, you, both of you are probably, probably maybe the only two people with the exception of the rogue packer that I share a lot of interests with. Yeah. Yeah. I like your interest in taste. But but, but sharing interests is, that's what I'm saying. What? Oh, (laughs) (laughs) that's what I'm saying. Sharing interests is different than sharing taste. It's less, you see what I'm saying? Like yeah. your taste doesn't have to overlap. It like doesn't necessarily mean it's gonna be. That doesn't like mean well, you're gonna a work. Cr- in a romantic relationship, it can be a crutch that like, oh, we like all of the same like. Yeah, it's a huge crutch. I didn't mean to sound so mean with saying actually, tell her to get away from you. I agree. I think that you want some overlap because like there's just like a practical thing of like just want to be able to go and enjoy a movie together or like. Something no, right. Like I mean, it's not like you need to like. You shouldn't have polar opposite taste. You shouldn't be with someone who like likes like re- like it's just like on some horrible vibe. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah like, I don't know. So I, I'm like on the fence about saying it doesn't matter, but I also feel like it does kind of matter. I, I, I think it, no, I, I, I'm I'm saying it matters way less than you think. I think I think being into the same, like having the same interests, is 
is more important than having the same tastes. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's fine. Although it's nice when someone has same taste but different interests, because then maybe you get oh, exposed. Yeah, to I guess that's true too. Well, just yeah. don't don't use taste as a barometer for compatibility, friend or romantic yeah. wise. I've a... found that like I'm I'm more able to like be interested in new things that I I don't really I never cared for because like i'm in love with someone like i'm like oh wow this is actually amazing and not not in like a I just like whatever she likes kind of way but in like a am seeing it i mean this is like really corny but like seeing it through their eyes and like seeing why they like it and that kind of being meaningful in in of itself yeah yeah that, that's common i love that feeling it's a it's a very like selfless feeling to just be like no I, that's like that's sick that you like that i like I like that you like that. Right, that that is like a a way that you can expand your horizons. I want to I want to apologize to for being doing mean to that packer. I, I but Which one? The, I just said tell her to stay away from you. Oh. <laughs> no, yeah, the actual answer to the question is that it, like maybe it's might it might not be a match made in heaven. I disagree. Why don't you hang out and show her some movies you like? I I have an ex-girlfriend from a long time ago that would always turn off music that I liked and was just like into horrible shit. And I have to say that I've, I've held that resentment. To this no, time. that's true. But, but that is, that doesn't have anything to do with seeing a letterbox and being like, I don't like these movies. Like show her movies you like. Back in the day, if I saw someone's last FM though, and they were fucking with some like, you know. Oh no, that's really true. I would like hung out with this girl who was, I was feeling until she said she loved the shins. The shins are sick. No, they're not. What? Oh, we're about to get in a huge fight. Nah, dude, the shins are whack. James Mercer's a king, bro. Nah, dude, this sucks. Go go back to some choice shins cuts. They're fire. Do your favorite band being the shins? That's like kind of unreal, right? It's just because she like saw Garden State and like liked fucking, you know, since uh what is it like? It's like sincerity is creepy or something. It's like something like the seventy-five title. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It's it, it was, all right. Maybe I'll take. It. Maybe this. Nah, dude, this sucks. Peter, do you like the shins? <laughs> I really don't know them at all. I can't speak to them. What are you listening to right now? Oh, caring is creepy. Yeah, yeah. caring is creepy. I I love music, but my I'm limited genre-wise. I listen to rap. Mostly. Well, we did the Richard Cheese intro for you because right, we, we know trying... that you also like show tunes. Yeah, but we... also show tunes. Yeah, no, I, no. That, that was one of the first things you told actually, me. Was like you to said prepare you... for this, I was watching some YouTube videos, and one of them was uh, uh, 1967 Tony Awards in which Joel Gray <laughs> does Veal Common from Cabaret. Wow. <laughs> and another one of the videos was just some footage of the New York City subway system in the year 1986. The real gritty New York shit. Yeah, that's what I did for you guys. <laughs> I told what you. did you glean from the, the subway for shit? I just felt like the vibe of the old city when DIY filmmaking was still like around impossible. Who's who's your favorite? Do you have like a favorite New York filmmaker? Like, is there is there like a New York movie or like what what's your New York thing? Um, I I, I love honestly. I think it, it's like corny, but like I do think that what Cave has been making in the past 10 years since he's like lived in Brooklyn has, has been like the most revealing 
and like interesting kind of you know glean of insight into like the 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 modern scene of filmmaking in new york and it's like obviously very circle jerky and it's like it's only for a specific audience but it's like no i love kave i'm a big fan big kave stand over here like i could say news from home by chantal ackerman but i'd be herb so yeah um, yeah. i mean i didn't haven't seen it it's 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 good I need to see it. I like watching like the old footage of like the factory and like fucking like Keith Herring just like bullshitting with Basquiat. Just like this like, weird, like horrible quality videos of like New York. New York is sick. Like, we were just talking about like Lou Reed and shit the other day. And we were just like, New York is actually fucking sick. Randomly, like the, the whole appeal of why we like New York and like the thing that we're roasting, it's it's fucking sick. And like it like we, we need to preserve that like the whole the whole like gritty downtown like fucking like hot people and like wearing all black it's like it's it's fucking sick i love movies about you know working class dudes in beanies <laughs> can't get enough of it yeah no i guess the obvious answer would be would be the films that we make as as the as the sexy. Oh fuck! Yeah, I like your guys' movies. Yeah, I like I like what's, what's your favorite of our films? Um, I really like Good Time, but I think maybe Daddy Long Legs. Daddy's the one. I will say, yeah, Daddy's. I do think Daddy's one of. The yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I think Good Time. Ones. I've seen Good Time twice, and I rarely even rewatch a movie, and it it it, it, it holds up to me. I just think it's a really fun, awesome. I'm a total safety bro. I just don't have the clothes, but inside, <laughs> inside, I'm all Carhartt. Um, <laughs> well, let's t- wait for a brief. But I like, track. The, I like Daddy Longlegs. That's the one that I feel like is just I, such a. I like Heaven Knows What the best. That's my favorite. Yeah, and Heaven Knows What's good. I, they're good. I just I like the movies. Yeah, I like you like Daddy. Like I like the gems the least, even though I think it's good. It's just it is. It's strangely the least good, but that always happens. You like Daddy because of the title. <laughs> no i almost like it in spite of that title actually it's like one of those titles i bristled at first and then watched it was like i watched it last because the title kind of like it rubbed me the wrong way but then after you see the movie you realize just how like open hearted how, how i can't believe is it it's, it's, it's just, it was originally yeah. called go get the original title was go get some rosemary really yep I don't understand that. I don't know. I can't believe Daddy Long Leg Spiders are called that. Like, how is that what they're called? They have long legs, bro. <laughs> daddy? <laughs> yeah, I'm Daddy. Just, like, that, looking, like at that, looking at that spider and being like... That spider, his father had long legs. Or he was, like, just a weird dude, and he was like, ooh, this spider's daddy. <laughs> uh, think... Yeah, that's also possible. <laughs> I think that's what it was. Okay. You have any more questions for us, Peter? Um, let me think. I can tell this is going to be like a recur. You're like the you're like you're like the main guest. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to come back. Obviously. Yeah, you can like come and and give a recap of the memes we've made in the past few months. And... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I kind of thought it would be interesting. We could also, you know, if people are willing to stick around for it, obviously, it's it's your podcast. You can make it as long as you want. Uh. We could. I'm thinking, what memes do I want to shout out of yours that I think are iconic? 
Because that's like oh yeah, okay, let's do that. specific works, you know. <laughs> yeah, let's do yeah. specific because, works. I guess what I'm maybe it's like the first my friend sent me the Safdie brothers are just Quentin Tarantino. Uh, Big shots for kids. What was it for kids from the Upper West Side that say they're from Harlem? Yeah, yeah. That's it. Right, and that just hit me so hard because it's like true. And also the archetype that you revealed of like a kid from the Upper West Side where is me, but like sort of <laughs> fronting as if they grew up in Harlem or Queens or like just because they think it gives them clout to be working class when they're like totally like, you know, upper 1% uh, society like people basically yeah, uh, is like such a strong archetype for me given like just my childhood that it like literally split me open. It was like, it was the meme that made me go like, oh, memes are cool. Like, this is cool. It was the first of its kind. I really owe that to you guys. Like, it may, really inspired me. I like, ripped it off and didn't – I still do that that format. It's so funny. It's such a, like – you know, I don't know. I think – I know you stole it from a music site, but it was the first time I – I had seen those for music, but because I get that culture so little, little they only hit for me when I saw yours. Right. Yeah. Wow. That's high praise. Yes, thank you, Peter. I, I have no comment. Which is fun to acknowledge that. I'm not sure I ever have so openly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know if we want to go into that, the psychology there, but um, it's a it's a thing. And But the thing is, big up, like, big shouts to those people because those people do make good art sometimes. Like They do. I, I like the Safdie brothers. It's just like... No, that's what, yeah. No, that's there's a there's some texture. We're not giving any, you know, we're not giving any moral stance. We're just, you know, hmm? we're not giving any moral stance on on anyone like that. We're just. Oh no! I yeah, mean, that's just, clear that's to me. Is. I I I think that if you're if someone roasts you in a meme, it's basically the highest compliment you could give someone. There we go. Yeah, I totally agree. It is. It objectively is. I, I would be. I like, would be honored. Yeah, I so would I. <laughs> it's a testament to being important and worth being talked about. Yeah, and I also feel like the way when it's done right, you're actually just like pointing out maybe some truths that are hard to take for some, but also virtues. Yeah. You know, Quentin Tarantino, I mean, that's you could say like the Dardenne brothers too, maybe. Yeah. Or like the <laughs> <laughs> I, th I I thought that the Safdie brothers were just the Dardens for like kids that went to Horace Mann and wear South Pole. Whoa, <laughs> South Pole, big shouts, big shouts. Um, should we should we pull up? I mean, Peter, you have so many. Your your work is so prolific. Oh, I'm on a break now. I can't I can't think about. It. I get I'm like getting anxious thinking about. It. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason. That the one that always comes to mind is the blurry picture out of the cab window. It's oh, that's my fate. That's your. Wait, I mean, that means that? you just. That basically means you just are my friend. You don't even really give a shit about anything else. <laughs> I was I just like it. him posting this shows such a level of like confidence and like Wait, and I, swagger. I don't know if I know what one you're talking about. What was it? What What was the restaurant? It was like. I think it's called Gottlieb's. I don't Gottlieb's. know. It's in Brooklyn. It did appeal to me. I wanted to get a shot of it. He got, he's just got it's just like this blurry picture from like the back of a cab of like a random restaurant. 
and like that was the post <laughs> and like amidst <laughs> everything else that he's posting i was like that's unbelievable like that's it's just so such an unbelievable level oh, of, i found it I found but it. the thing is it's a photography website essentially <laughs> so if at some point oh, yeah. you're not this posting so a photo that you just like that you took are you even using it right you know yeah I, I so I just need I felt like I needed to be a part of just the general photography conversation for a second with that post. You know. Well, this one's really inspiring me. Are you looking at it? Yeah. What 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 is it for? Like, how do I find it? November thirteenth, twenty nineteen. I ne I, I need to actually take a look at this because it really <laughs> fucked me up. <laughs> it's like it was. I was like, I, like the meltdown that you had when seeing the Safty Quentin one. I had when I saw this. <laughs> I like. I was actually emotional. It's so sweet. I think it, if I remember correctly, I like actually just thought it was kind of a cool photo. <laughs> I know that sounds. I'm not being. I'm not being sarcastic. I actually probably thought that. Let me look at it. Wait, what is it? November? Late at night oh, yeah. in an Uber. You know, sometimes when you're like late at night in an Uber and you really do just want to post like a photo that you took from a from a Uber. Yeah, any, anyone yeah. been here? Really I'm, huh? Yeah, this the the, the the caption being anyone been here? I'm at glad I got this photo. Pasta is just bread you boil. <laughs> well, pasta is just bread you boil was something I was like that was going on for me. I think a moment before the photo because I was hungry. <laughs> you know, uh, and this photo is really great. cool. Actually, you know, if I were to edit it, I would take out that because it's like, I, I didn't need to, I think I was trying to salvage it just for the people that expect something I'm doing to have a meme thing about right. it. But really, uh, it's like, eh, if I were going to edit it, I would take that out. I, no, I know. I probably in, in today's some setting, people you say would. that's not, some people say that's, that's bad to edit work that's out there, but I'm going to, I'm going to break that rule right now. Sorry. <laughs> Man, your, they're, they're, your page is so psychedelic. I mean, this this is Warhol. <laughs> it is. Look at this shit. I know. I, that's, Have you I like, seen I, what you I fucking been, do? This I'm is crazy. Completely tuned out going through your feed right now. I I, I can't believe this. That you you've you've spent so much of your genius and emotional energy on these things that probably this is something something that he and I talk about is like these things probably reach more people than the other things that we care more about that we're making. <laughs> oh my God, that's sad and so probably true. It's definitely true. I mean, it's 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 true actually by like a, a large margin, actually. <laughs> Especially, I mean, maybe oh, not in your case with, with acting. But I mean, how like, do you ever think about just like the numbers, like somebody watching a movie versus like, you know, tens of thousands of people looking at memes? I don't know. Yeah, I really wonder. Like, I have no idea how many people have seen my movie, really. I actually don't know. But you don't have, like, stats on, like, some Amazon I don't. Shit. I don't. And maybe I should be, like, better about hunting down that info, but it just isn't a priority for me. Because it, it doesn't really... It, yeah, it's like, you you made it. It's it's out there. Yeah, it's like, you can't... Yeah, exactly. Can we get... Let's give another big shout for assholes. Oh, another one shouts. of my favorite yeah, New York some, movies. Put some... Yeah, go watch it on Amazon if you haven't. It's it's incredible. It's like it's the thing that like I was I already loved you, but when I saw assholes, I was like, man, this guy is fucked. Like this guy is sick. Like this this is what, what the weirdest fucking guy I've ever met. <laughs> you really think the movie's so sick? I really like don't think it is. No, it, no, it not the no the move no the movie is like playfully um fucked up. That's not what I mean. I just meant that like 
the fact that there was that other facet of your personality like i met you as like the master of calm i was like oh he's also like an actor and like pretty big things and he also made this movie that is like insane i was like who the i was like are there other people like this is this what it's like are the world there really isn't people? there really isn't Oh, that's. I mean, he that's, he, he is. Peter, you're and, a true and, and they're author. hot. <laughs> I mean, I, I I I I I hate to be so like Jewish, but like, I really feel like I'm gonna get struck by lightning tomorrow because of how nice you guys are being to me right now. It's like, I, I, you know, obviously not to throw. You know, I I've gotten called out for being anti-Semitic on my Instagram for these posts, but. I really don't know how to defend myself, and I don't know if any of those people ever listen to me. Just know I think about I think about that, but you know, yeah, it is. A, I do feel like a little Kinahuras right now, but I love you guys. You do feel a little what? <laughs> it's just like when somebody's so nice, I'm like, oh my god, like it, 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 it. It's just something my mother always said, and I mean, shout outs to her, I love her, but it's like this thing of like being gassed up so much by you guys. It's just like. I'm now imagining like doom and gloom scenario around the corner. But you know what? Actually, pause. I want to take it in. That's so sweet. Thank you. Thank life's you. too life's too short, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad. I want people to. I mean, I want people to like the, the movie. I, I and I want people to be affected by it. Yeah. So good. if you if you love people, tell them. Inspiration. Yeah, I know. I know. It's true. You should. I love you guys. I feel that way about you. You know, you we, guys are we like, really love you. You are a huge just. Really, no, but you guys are that unique to me. I love you so much. And. uh in fact, I'm actually thinking about my inability to take this compliment is so not good. You know how I was calling out like like straight dude types for True. being like, and I'm just sort of falling into that. Uh, I know, I, I've been thinking about this for the past. To, thank you. That's so nice. Thank I've been you. thinking about this. I'm like, am I, am I being as open as I should on this podcast? Am I not taking my own advice? But also, like, I, I also listen. I love. I. It's also like sometimes you don't always need to be so open. Yeah, that deserves to be said. True, that does deserve to be said. I just think that because it's like there's all sorts of ways of being in, in the world, and not everyone has to be open all the time. And that's coming from someone who does value that in others and myself. But it's like you know, I don't need that from everyone. I just think that if you feel what I feel for Peter. You better fucking engage with it. <laughs> okay, thank you. True. Because we don't know what tomorrow holds. Facts. True, true. Yeah, I know. Facts. Big shouts. Damn. Big well, shouts to not knowing what tomorrow holds. Yeah, well, and that's, we don't. Love you, Peter. We love, love you, Peter. Guys. The master of cum. The well, eye much like the eye unpack. Bring the bring the cheese back in. That we have we're having a cheesy moment, and it's time for some Richard cheese. All right, let's do it. Yeah, true. Put it on. Come, we love you. Yeah, I love you guys. You're my the master of come, Peter Vac, Peter Bro three three, the legend, the Chad. <laughs> love of my life. <laughs> oh my god, I am a legend. <laughs> Put it on my uh, tombstone. Um. All right. Now we're going to go into some Richard cheese. Good night, Packers. We love you all. Especially if you made it this far. Now that you've woken up the demon in me. Bobby, will you give it to me? Two, three, four. Get up, come on, get down with the sickness. You mother, get up, come on, get down with the sickness. You fucker, get up. Come on, get down.
People like an outro. It's nice to Die. give them a little extra like, answer, you know? Yeah, yeah what's like another them. few minutes? Like, if anyone made it to... If anyone listens to the whole thing, they're a huge legend. <laughs> yeah, if anyone's really made it this far, you know, it, they, love, they, they uh, deserve a lot of credit. <laughs> yeah, bonus round. Now the real conversation starts. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, now all those stories that you withheld earlier. <laughs>